Welcome to the Left in the Soft podcast episode 26. Back at you with another episode. We've got a lot of fresh topics to talk about today. A lot. But before we get into that, of course, you know, sub to our, uh, sub to our Patreon. And not only that, sub to our YouTube channel. You know, uh, get, hit us a review on uh, Apple Podcast. You know, Jimmy Fallon, John Cena... Just to mention a few names, already reviewed the podcast on there. A true fan of Left in the South podcast means following the two hosts, Caleb and David, or else you're not a true fan. Oh, and subscribe to us on Patreon as well. But uh, with that out of, the, out of the way, man, how you been doing? I've been doing great, man. I heard that a great era is coming to an end right now. Our podcast is making a pilgrimage mm. across the internet. Yes. Uh, if you haven't heard already by uh, being follow, following us on Twitter... We've made the announcement that we are ending our friendship with SoundCloud. No longer will we be paying $16 a month to post our shit on there when we post all over the internet for absolutely free. And, you know, my reasoning was SoundCloud has no, uh, no, nothing to support podcasters. You know, they really only want to support, you know, musical artists, which, you know, good for them. But, like, for the features we were paying for, we weren't. We didn't have access to them. We were completely denied, saying like, "Yeah, sorry, huh? This isn't. This feature isn't meant for podcasters. Uh, fucking good luck." Yeah, I mean, there's really no meaningful way for us to like market our podcast on the website. So basically, like all of our views on SoundCloud are coming from other places anyway. So why are we paying to be on SoundCloud? You know. So mm-hmm. yeah, we're 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 yeah. done. All my homies hate SoundCloud. Hell Actually, yeah. I like SoundCloud, but just yeah. Not for but podcasts. SoundCloud, if you want to come back with us, you know, maybe we can work out a negotiation. We get we can get yeah. back on your platform, but uh, but for now, we're not. But uh, yeah, we're but, you gonna know, focus on YouTube, I think mainly. Yeah, but the good news is that we have sixteen more dollars to put right back into the podcast. Exactly. Uh, we've also gained uh, a new patron, and I believe uh, this is the first time we're doing this like format where we we announce the patrons actually towards the beginning. Yeah. So our patrons, I want to thank our patrons for following, you know, pledging another month uh, to us. You know, redistributing their wealth. You know, and we 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 organize that wealth to to spread the information, right? But those patrons, exactly. James, Payton. Timothy and Grunt980. Thank you for your pledge. And you're wondering, like, what do I even get from Patreon? We we release stuff early, access on Patreon, uh, stuff that we don't even put out on anywhere else. You can only find it on Patreon. And uh, we got some exclusive uh, uh, Left in the South ARG stuff on there. And uh, recently, Caleb, uh, you've been doing uh, some solo, solo dolo videos. I think we should also uh, hit up on. Yeah, man, I've been really enjoying it. You know, I love doing stuff with you too, but sometimes I just get this idea and I'm like, fuck it, I gotta bang it out in a day. You know what I mean? So yeah. I've been doing some solo videos. If you want to see them early, you can subscribe to us on Patreon, but they're always going to be free on YouTube. So if you can't afford it, it's no big deal. I want you to watch the video anyway. Yeah, so pretty yeah. Good. And I'm hoping to, that we can do some like, uh, you know, collaboration stuff as well. It's harder to work on videos together, so we'll have to figure it out. But I'm excited. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, I have an yeah. idea um, for something, but uh, you know, we'll, we'll keep that under wraps for now. But yeah, for sure. Uh, Patreon ad uh, over. Enough about us, man. What's been going on lately? It's been a, been a hot minute since we talked. You know, like <laughs> after we record our podcast sessions, we have to go to our hyperbolic chamber to to recharge. I have a set amount of human interactions per month that I'm allowed by my yeah, doctor. Yeah, that you're allotted, yeah. Yeah, exactly, so, yeah. But what's on the docket today? What's the first thing we're going to be talking oh, about on this fine evening? Some hot, fresh-ass news that dropped, I believe, like, four or five hours ago. So, Roger Stone is currently under fire for uh, using a racial slur during uh, his interview on the Mo Kelly show. And yes. <laughs> I think it's... It's so, it's like baffling to me that like, like, cause up. So basically why he even like used this racial slur was, um, you know, Mo Kelly was questioning him on, um, you know, on why, uh, on his thoughts about, you know, being bailed out by daddy Trump basically. Yeah, exactly. And like, the question is, is, you know, if you're Roger Stone, like get in the mind of Roger Stone, I know that's terrifying to think about, but 
Like, what do you expect that this radio interview is going to ask you about? Like, let, let's say that you and me invited, I don't know, fucking Bill Nye the science guy. And, like, it would be like if he got offended when we asked him about, like, his science shows that he made for kids. It's like, okay, relax, man. That's what you're known for. It's like, Roger Stone, no one knows you other than the fact that you're a fucking felon who got arrested and the president pardoned you, you know? Like, that's the only thing anyone knows about you. Yeah, and bro. I think we have the clip here, so why don't we, why don't we go ahead and play it? That's my argument. No, no, no. I do believe that certain people are treated differently in the federal justice system. I do absolutely believe that. But I also believe that your friendship and relationship and history with Donald Trump weighed more heavily than him just wanting to make sure that justice was done by a person in the justice system that you were treated so unfairly. There are thousands of people treated unfairly daily. How your number just happened to come up in the lottery, I'm guessing it was more than just luck, Roger, right? I'm sorry, what was that? Roger? Yeah, so after you've seen that clip, it's kind of surprising that he, like, he's, like, I guess he's upset and he's, I guess he's talking to someone else. Um, yeah. Hey, do you want to know, do you want to hear what his excuse was for, like, why he said it? Yeah, go ahead. Or, or he, he, he claims that it was the, one of the sound people from the radio show who said it into the mic, and it sounded like he said it. That was his excuse, <laughs> unironically. Like, not even uh, someone else, like, not even someone in his room, like, on his mic, even though we can all clearly see it was him that said it. You can tell by the fucking mic quality that it's him saying yeah. it. You can hear his voice. It's obviously him. But, yeah, so he tries uh, to blame yeah. the radio show on it. Yeah. Why do why do old white men, David, why do they say the word Negro instead of just, like, saying a racial slur? You know what I mean? Why do they say that? I don't because, understand. man, it, you know, it, it's from his past, you know. The, it used yeah. to be socially acceptable to, to call black people Negroes. I you guess, know, just, I guess. You know, you know, he'd just go out through his day, you know, whistling, walking down the street, you know. What, what's up, my fellow Negro? Yeah. <laughs> yeah it just i don't know it seems to me like the way that he reacted to getting caught saying it seemed like he didn't plan on getting caught you know what i mean yeah like, i guess it seems like, like he wanted to like i guess he, he forgot to take off you know put yeah. push to talk on you know yeah exactly yeah <laughs> and like if so like i'm just trying to imagine like if i'm roger stone and i'm racist right and i want to mm. say the n-word why and i and i'm like talking on the mic if I don't expect that they can hear me, why would I say Negro instead of just saying a racial, a full racial slur, like the hard R inward yeah. or something? Why even say I Negro? Don't know. It's I almost like it's, he expected to get caught. I think it's one of those things where, like, you know how, like, Joe Biden, like, goes off sometimes and he says some stupid ass shit? It's like, yeah. he meant to say that in his head, I feel like. And he just said, yeah. like, did I just say that out when loud? You're 80, <laughs> yeah. When you're 80, shit like that just falls yeah, out, you, man. Yeah, you can't tell whether you're thinking or saying stuff out loud when you get yeah. that, that old. <laughs> For real, man. That's so funny. Yeah. Holy shit. Do you think anything's going to come of this? I mean, he, it's not like he can be punished. Nah, I mean, he's, yeah, no. I mean, I mean it's just uh, hilarious. This is expected, to be honest it's with you. It's so absurd. It's And it, one thing that, like, I get mad about is, like, dude, I wish, like, conservatives, fucking white nationalists, just fucking say you hate black people. Just fucking say yeah. it. Yeah. It's an Clearly, easier yes. conversation. It's not only an easier conversation, but obviously, judging by the state of the world, there's plenty of you out there. Like, you're going to have plenty of friends. You don't need to hide anymore. Like, you have allies. You know, come out of hiding, man. Mm. I, I don't like having to try to convince other people that are supposed to be on my side and, like, try to convince them that these people are racist. It's like, what, do you want me to show you a fucking text message where he admits, like, oh, yes, I am racist, yeah. I'm a white supremacist, I hate black people. Like, a lot of libs don't understand that people aren't just going to come out and be like, yes, I'm a racist, I don't like black people. You have to in infer their the opinions about black people based on their statements, you know what I mean? Mm. And, I mean, obviously this guy's racist. Is anyone surprised? Hands up. Mm, no. Knowing this is a, an audio medium, so you can't see me, but my hands are both down. <laughs> yeah, but uh, another racist who forgot to hide his power level, uh, Tucker yeah. Carlson's writer, uh, exposed for being a, a racist. I mean, yeah. no one's surprised yet again. No. Again. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Did you read the messages like that he got caught on? No, go ahead. They're, no, I'm not going to read them. I mean, oh, okay. it's it's <laughs> I can literally can't read it. I'll, I'll get Sorry, canceled, we can't but... read this live. Yeah. 
No, it's a, it's pretty bad. I mean, like it's it's not just your your boilerplate like thirteen fifty shit. You know what I mean? Like it's pretty fucking bad. Yeah, <laughs> so, and yeah. um, I think it's funny. But again, both my hands are down. Yeah. No one is surprised about this. And if you are, you're not paying attention. <laughs> yeah, and um, we asked the question again: Is something going to come from his writer being an exposed racist at this point instead of a closeted racist? Uh, no. Uh, no, I believe he's on vacation. Uh, yeah, and Tucker Carlson himself defended the writer, saying like, "Oh no, I know this guy. He's my." I friend. mean, of like, course he had to defend the writer because this yeah. guy writes for him. You know exactly. Yeah, uh, I I don't get it. How do you how Racist do they find man. these people? Do, do do these people go to them or do you think you know they probably like, oh, grew dude. up together or something? Oh, like yeah, they so, went to yeah, Harvard sure. together. Yeah, they yeah. met in the like the racist fucking book club that they had at Harvard. Yeah, have you seen what his writer looks like? No, he's like some like <laughs> he's like like the classic basement dwelling nerd. Oh my god, like, I have this image in my like, mind. They're like, they're oh, like, yeah, you know what? You can't like we, we probably can't show you on camera, but you can write. Can you write for us? <laughs> Damn, no body shaming here, but like, why do they all look like that? <laughs> because bro, the white race is supreme. Yeah, true actually. Fuck. Hell yeah. But anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna get rid of these racist people, man. I know some crazy like political shit has been happening, which I guess oh this God, does man. have to do with racism too. But when it comes to fucking political violence, mm. I don't think anything is possibly worse than like Nazi like secret fucking police level shit where people are just mm. pulling oh, like, up, like pulling up in black uniforms, just putting people into cars and you never see them again, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like uh, yeah, recently we uh, we've introduced the Gestapo onto Portland. We've yes. released the hounds. <clears throat> exactly, man. And I'm very concerned, but also I have some theories about it. And they, I don't know. Why don't you Why don't you <clears throat> yeah, just lay it out for the for the listeners? What yeah, happened let's, exactly? Uh, let's cover. Yeah, we're, we're of course talking about the Portland kidnappings. Uh, yeah. There is a bunch of federal agents showing up to Portland and. Uh, kidnapping these uh, violent anarchists, uh, yeah, quote unquote anarchists, triple yeah. parentheses. Yeah, and <laughs> they are picking them up, uh, arresting them, saying absolutely like they're, they're dead silent, saying nothing, like you know, going out of their way to hide their identities. Yeah, and they're pulling these people into unmarked vehicles and just just beating off just and like, driving away i remember one clip the guy was like if you try follow us we will shoot at you it's like what the fuck yeah it's terrifying man and like i don't know you could li- you could put like some fucking acid jazz over the back like over the video that you're talking about and it would literally be like a scene from a fucking cyberpunk movie like yeah, it's bro. absolutely insane like they roll up in a minivan full-on fucking like military gear and just kidnap a person in broad well it's nighttime but in broad street light (laughs) i mean the uh, fascism you know this is you know i thought fascism in america would start with a leftist like killing cops or something like that or like leftists being violent but no dude the the fascism just uh this is just gonna roll out you know gestapo first apparently yeah, they're not even willing to wait for, like, leftists to gain a little bit of power so that they can, like, justify crushing it. They're just going to go ahead and preemptive strike, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, you've seen some of the stuff that uh, Richard Wolf like, um, saying, like, there was, like, a, there was, like, an article that was, like, the reasons why we had the, they, they unleashed the Gestapo. And a lot of, like, the, the reasons was, like, uh, there was just uh, graffiti, violent graffiti or something like that. Right, yeah, yeah. Because the people have been, uh, you know, putting graffiti on monuments and knocking down statues and destroying, like, historic buildings and stuff. And, mm-hmm. like, this is the justification that Trump uses to mobilize secret police. He also enacted a, a law or, like, an executive order, I think, mm-hmm. question mark on this one. But I know that this is true. Um, anyone who, like, vandalizes a federal, like, monument will be in prison for a 10-year sentence like just for destroying property 10 years just as a as a targeted way to imprison fucking leftists like Mm -hmm. anarchists quote-unquote it just for you know their political activism which is Mm -hmm. fucking insane and And yeah i mean they'll kidnap you they'll arrest you they'll put you in prison for 10 years like and you'll never see the light of day again and the gestapo the portland mayor has even like gone against and the governor of oregon i believe 
Um, they've gone against uh, like the, these uh, Richard Wolf and the the Scapa being in their cities. Like you know, we see what's happening, and like you know, they're not for it. They don't want even want them there. But you know, Trump is like, gotta send the Gestapo, gotta fucking capture those uh, political dissenters. So like the 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 actual government officials didn't even like they didn't work even want with the government. There. Yeah, they didn't even want really. Them there. Yeah, and the sheriff, holy and, shit, you know, like, the police uh, union has taken the obviously Trump's side on oh, this yeah. uh, issue. So like, of course, you know when the, it's because they wanted their police to help citizens and to stop these like you know federal agents from doing shit. And they're like, and they're like, no. Oh yeah, I saw that actually because he asked. I think I heard this on the radio or something. He asked like. If uh, the police would stand with the protesters, and they all said no, they wouldn't. Yeah, fuck the police, a <laughs> cab. Yeah, yeah, for real, man. I don't know. It's kind of weird how they always side with the wrong people. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, mm, yeah, interesting. Uh, but uh, not surprised yet again. Yep. And um, since uh, this has happened, you know, um, obviously the people are outraged. So they said a police. Uh, Association office on fire, which is like at the police union's uh, headquarters, and they set it on fire at uh, at night uh, last night, I believe. How do you how do you feel about this burning this down? I, I mean, want your raw opinion on it. I mean, I, honestly, in response to this I mean, kidnapping shit. I mean, this is like, you know, they, they should have saw this coming. Like their yeah. own police is against them, protectors of their community, uh, or so they so so they thought. Yeah, right. Um, signing against federal agents, aka Trump's Gestapo. Right. And um, like they should have saw this coming. Hundred percent, I agree. And like I know there's been some chatter like on Reddit, on our Discord, even like people saying things like, "Isn't this what the Second Amendment is for?" You know what I mean? Like if you see someone coming <laughs> up and you know, taking someone hostage in an unmarked vehicle, like dressed in, you know, military gear. Isn't this what the second amendment is for? Yeah, Implying for basically that we should kill them. <laughs> and like, when it comes to burning down this, uh, the offices, I actually think like that is one of the least things you can do. Like this kind of, this kind of violence, like, like leads more effective. to, yes, it is. <laughs> and like this, but, but it would not surprise me if we do see some like acts of random stochastic violence against police officers and like i would probably be the person to say like it's their fault and that i don't know if i would say they deserve it in the sense that like i think cops all want to get executed in the streets but like they deserve it in the sense that they let their actions is what it's leading to this retaliatory violence you know you know what i mean Mm because they could just not do what they're doing and none of this would happen so yeah i don't know but, um, you know, the police officers, they just want to enforce the rule or the citizens and uh, reign uh, on these cities instead of, you know, actually being protectors of the community, you know, citizens, you know, uh, stand up citizens, you know, that's how like, you know, that's how like I-, I thought I used to perceive the police, you know, it's like, oh, this is like, you know, the most pristine citizens in, in our communities, right? Or, you know, they're supposed to be but People they're not. willing to self-sacrifice to protect us, you know, Yeah, but they're not. You know where I learned that? Paw Patrol. <laughs> Fucking love Fuck. Paw Patrol, man. Got canceled, dude. Hell dude, yeah. It's, uh, in, this, in this climate, in this environment, Paw Patrol will never survive. No, it won't. Actually, though, that's really funny to me that Paw Patrol like got canceled before the murderers who killed Breonna Taylor got arrested. Isn't that fucking wild, the world that we live in, yeah. man? And recently, I think we also just found out that she was uh, still alive, too, after she really? got shot. I didn't hear this. That's yeah. horrific. So she was, uh, well, you know, suffering for 20 minutes before she died. I believe. Jesus Christ. And they, uh, wow. Please don't care. Nope. Not at all. Not at all. But yeah, on that happy note. <laughs> yeah. So on a, on a good note though, um, Trump is down in the polls and he simply won't accept it. He, he's <laughs> calling these polls fake. He's, he's uh, once again, fake news. These polls yeah. aren't real. Yeah. It's funny. Communist yeah, Joe mean, Biden like, isn't winning right now. He should really just kind of take the win on this one, in my opinion, too, because he's really not that far down. And I feel like if he would just have a little bit of fucking self-analysis and be like, yeah, I admit it, my polls are down right now because coronavirus, like, we fucked that shit up. But, you know, I'm going to work on it. I'm going to be better for the American people. 
I he could literally win all fifty states. No, bro. <laughs> but, because if he if he apologizes, he's accepting that he did something wrong, and he will never do that. And he no. he's, he he says to himself, he's like, you know, I just hope Corona just kind of disappears. <laughs> Dude, he keeps saying that. He said it so many times. He said it just this morning on a fucking interview, right? He was saying mm. like he, he was saying, oh, Corona someday is just gonna disappear, and the the host of course is like, oh, that's crazy. Have you seen? You know, everyone's dying. The numbers are, are you, rising. Are you dumb? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Trump's like, well, someday I'll be right. It's like, I mean, okay, yeah, after the someday. heat death of the fucking universe, there's going to be no coronavirus. Yeah, Congrats, you're correct. Yeah, uh, fucking wipes out humanity. Yeah. Finally, after <laughs> it's done mutating in the United States and we've created the super yeah. corona. Um, you know, which uh, apparently they're saying, you know, now it fucks with your brain and shit. So, honestly, it makes sense that we have these, like, anti, anti-maskers, you know, being stupid as shit because they're suffering from severe brain damage. Yeah, and like speaking of that too, like I I just this morning heard that an Israeli doctor was reinfected with Corona after three months. Like he got it three months ago, and then just now he was diagnosed with it again, meaning that he was able to catch the disease a second time, even even after you know catching it a first time. Because generally people think you know just like the flu, when I catch it the first time, in the future I'm either gonna not get it or it's gonna be much weaker. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in this case with this Israeli doctor, he got it again. I'm not 100% sure about the details of the case. I don't know if he's very like sick or if it's just a mild version of what he had before. But just the fact that you can get reinfected by it means that this is probably never gonna go away. Like yeah, we're sure. gonna have seasonal coronavirus now, where like you know instead of or people are going to die to the flu just like they already do. And then on top mm. of that, there's going to be even more deaths every year from coronavirus. And we're going to have to get a yearly fucking uh, vaccine for a different strain of coronavirus, yeah, basically, every That's, year. Until eventually I, it kills us. What I worry about is, like, how are they going to distribute this vaccine? You know, uh, Is it going to be free? Is it, Are we going to have to pay for this? Like, you know, what's going to happen? It's to be... It has to be free. I mean, it literally has to be free. There's no other way that they can keep the numbers down. Like, I think that that's what the government's doing. Like, it they don't want to invest a lot of money in preemptive like measures ch- trying to prevent the spread. They would rather just wait until the vaccine comes out and then I give think, it away for free. I think I think it I think it would be so funny if what they do is they send a relief. And then they like, all right, we developed the vaccine, but you just had to give us like $100. No big deal, right? Your insurance will probably cover, uh, you know? <laughs> so people are going to have to use some of that corona relief money to spend on that vaccine. So it's like they give them the money, but, you know, just give us a little back. Skim a little bit off the top. Yeah. Just for bureaucracy reasons. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, Just man. like how uh, a million people got sent corona checks. Yeah. Um, wonder where all that money went. Yeah, I wonder. Oh, yeah, all those dead people, you mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. I think you forgot to say the word dead, but oh, yeah. God, oh, I yeah, still yeah. can't believe that yeah. even happened. Yeah, and like, I, I, not only that, but that was the only... Isn't it crazy that that's the only fucking thing they've done for us so far? Literally, still, even to yeah. this day, seven months after the fucking outbreak started in this country, we've still only gotten one $1,000 payment, and most people didn't even get it. <laughs> and also, dude, I don't know if you saw this uh, post on Reddit of uh, the South Korea, like... Uh, somebody came to the country of South Korea who was like an expat or something coming back and the government sent him a 14 day care package with like cleaning supplies, masks, personal protective equipment, 14 days of food and water. And I'm not talking about like MREs. I'm talking about like actual shit that human beings eat, like real supplies that you would get from a grocery store, sent it to him for free so that he could self quarantine or he or she, I don't know who it is. Um, but but you know what I mean? Like wow. seeing a government do something like that for their citizens just just because they know they can and just to help them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, God, I it fucking hurts. I don't understand, like, why people don't believe or like subscribe to the to the thought that the government can actually take care of us. But right. Uh, newsflash, the government can take care of you, but they just don't. Yeah, want to. exactly. This this whole idea, this whole conservative idea of like. Oh, uh, I hate socialism. What is socialism? Well, socialism is when the government does things. It's like, well, no, that's not socialism. We're fine doing that. Look at all these other places that do that. Don't you want free shit? You know what I mean? Or not free, but free to you. 
you're fucking yeah. poor. You can't have this shit anyway. Like, you don't have health care. Why are you complaining that people want to give it to you for free? It's not going to cost you anything. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. People, We're like, full just, of masochists, man. Yeah, they love like, pain. Yeah, they're like, I love that you can just be super poor. And I, and I love that you can become a, a trillionaire in the United States. You know, it's like, why? <laughs> why do you love that? Why? You, why? You love that people can suffer and be in poverty and literally fucking kill themselves because of how poor they are? Yeah. Some of these people. And it's have, never like, it's never the billionaires uh, saying that yeah. either. It's regular it's, people saying yeah, that. Yeah, really. Yeah. Who are, who are poor as well. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. billionaires know it would be in bad taste for them to admit that. Like, oh, yeah, I love my life exploiting people. It's like, obviously, we all know they do, but they're never going to say that. But a poor person yeah. will say it about them for some reason. It's this weird thing. I don't know. I talked about this in my video a little bit, but a lot of people mm -hmm. just have this idea that, like, if I were a millionaire, I would self-sacrifice and I would be better. You know what I mean? But the pro the point is, is that you're not better. So you're never going to be a, or, or like you're never going to be a millionaire because of that. Because you would be better. You're not going to be that person because you're not willing to take advantage of other people. So, you know, I don't mm -hmm. know. Well, another uh, news in presidential campaigns and fucking presidential mm -hmm. happenings. Kanye West scheduling his first campaign event for his 2020 run mm -hmm. in south carolina mm -hmm. he is dude. actually doing this man yes he's actually doing this i saw some news that he dropped out but i guess that was wrong i don't know like yeah, he's i think he tweeted that he was dropping out in uh, south carolina this, i thought uh, he tweeted Sunday. that he wasn't actually running but then i guess he changed his mind or whatever i don't know yeah but, can uh, he even like what states can he even join at this point uh, I don't know, dude, but not like, many. I want to talk about like Kanye as a candidate and like how could this, like I feel like this has been planned from like the beginning, like when uh, really? Kanye, when Kanye and Donald Trump like first met, they're like it was a, a oh. like it was like a plan. They're like, all right, listen, Kanye, I know you're hip with the liberals, like because it, it was so weird when like Kanye and Trump was like, yeah, we're we're friends by the way, very cool, Kanye, right? you know. And then now, you know, at the beginning, at the end of Trump's career, uh, uh, in a term, Kanye decides to run. And also, didn't he receive, like, a shit ton of money from, like, uh, Trump? Like, um, Trump administration? Did he not? I'm not sure. Maybe for, like, one of his businesses or something, probably. I mean, I know he owns, like, a clothing brand, so possible. I mean, do you seriously want to consider him as a real candidate, though? Like, you really think that this is actually, like a planned thing or do you think he just has like a mental illness and is like r manic right now i mean or i don't know if that's the socially acceptable word anymore but whatever i mean i think it's a it's good advertisement we're talking about it really yeah i mean Did, but he's even kanye if it's, motherfucking even, west does even he it, need advertisement i mean no but like it, it doesn't help to be talked about like constantly it, you know, yeah. it helps to be talked about and, and like you know we're talking about him. Everyone else is talking about him. I mean, it's I mean, fair good enough, yeah. yeah. And I mean, I guess if he brand. doesn't take it seriously, like if he actually isn't running, and like, uh, I mean, what does it cost him to do these campaign events just to drum up like fucking news about yeah. him? Actually, though, at the end of the day, like he's just paying money for this campaign event in return for advertising. Yeah. So I guess, like, really, it's not that crazy. Even if he's not really running, you know? Yeah, it's it's still good. Like people are talking about him. You know, um, he knows he's not gonna win. He knows that. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't think it's even, like, possible. Is he running under the Republican ticket or... Uh, independent. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I don't even think he can, like... Tr he can't even run, right? Because, like, he the Republicans wouldn't allow him yeah. to run. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, not under their um, party affiliation. Right, exactly. So, mm -hmm. yeah, so independent, yeah, no way. You know, it's interesting, though, because we were talking about this when he first announced his run. Like... The fact that his um, presence might actually pull conservative black voters away from Biden. Mm. Like, do you think that there's any potential that Trump knows that? Because I think that because Kanye did say that he didn't support Trump anymore. Right. So I don't know. I feel like the reason why he wouldn't pull those voters. Wait, you said conservative black voters from Biden? Yeah, people yeah, who are voting the reason for why, Biden. The reason why I don't think that they'll go vote for Kanye because I feel like those people are like, like, oh, I fucking hate rap and I, I hate this this new this new funky music. You know what I mean? Like, 
Like those like conservatives for some reason they're like I fucking hate rap. It's not real. Yeah, music. it's like the Jesse Lee Peterson yeah. conservatives. Yeah. Yeah, but like the Uncle Tom music class. Oh, right. Yes, music from from the white <laughs> Western gods. culture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that they fucking allowed us to to even hear. You should be you should be thankful that you, you've fucking been blessed with Beethoven. Yeah. I mean, I I think you're actually right about that. I think that you might in, you could see people like Nick Cannon voting for Kanye, like you know, black supremacists, like black Israelites, mm-hmm. uh, voting for him or whatever. But which we will talk about later. But I don't. I think you're actually right about like those conservative traditionalist blacks, like probably actually don't like him because he's a very like progressive, you know, artist or whatever. Or he was at one point. He's not really anymore, but. I don't know. It's interesting. I don't think mm. that he's really going to have a big effect on anything um, at all. Yeah. Um, I think people are blowing it out of proportion a little bit. Yeah. I don't know. It's like, but I mean, I feel like it's going to pull some people. Yeah, so. some. But uh, will it pull more Trump supporters or more Biden supporters? I think more Biden, but I mean, who, who knows? knows these days? Uh, who knows? Who fucking knows? Uh, but I know it's Joe Biden's doing well. Uh, he's just sitting in his basement waiting for him to declare mayor. I mean, not mayor, fucking president. And, um, yeah, he's just chilling right now, frankly. But, uh, I want to talk about, uh, something that, you know, the government recently started doing for its people yet, yet again. Uh, they started, they started killing, uh, there's, you know, federal executions are, are back in, back and running again. In full swing, because I, I, you know, this is exactly what everyone's thinking right now. Is you know what we are missing? More federal executions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it was the first one in 17 years, right? Mm-hmm. Is that is that true, or am I just yeah. pulling that out of my ass? Yeah, I think it's uh, that sounds about right. Yeah, like that's crazy, man. Um, 17 full years without the U.S. executing someone. Yeah, it's funny. You know, we've unleashed the Gestapo, and then now, yeah, you know. We have federal executions back up again. Hmm. Yeah, strange coincidence, hmm. right? Yeah. Did you see the guy that was executed? Like why he was, uh, or you know who he was and everything. Oh, go ahead and explain that though. Uh, um, I forget his name, but the guy, the first guy that was executed, the guy who was the first execution in 17 years, um, was a was a Nazi white supremacist, um, who who I think stabbed to death like someone and killed another person. I don't know. He he murdered people and wasn't definitely a nazi mm-hmm. um so you know i i'm not shedding a tear for his death oh fuck but, no. yeah fuck nazis but here's the thing i got into some heated arguments and i i want to hear your opinion on it okay, okay? Let's hear it. because i am against the death penalty and it's not some kind of weird like moral lib thing you know what i mean i'm against it for one reason and one reason only i don't think that there is a responsible enough governing body to hand out the death penalty only to people who deserve it in every case. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. so I what mean, I so it, people who've died, right? Who were completely innocent. Exactly, and and you know, people would say people who are in favor of the death penalty agree with that. They'd be like, I totally agree. We need to do better. We need to make it more fair and make sure that we're being careful about how we use the death penalty. But in my opinion, I don't think that there is a way to make it fair. I don't think that there will ever be a way in this country to make it fair just because of the way our culture is, the way that our country works, the way our government works. Yeah, I don't think real. it's possible to not have mistakes happen. And therefore, because there's a possibility that some innocent person will die, I think it's better for us to just imprison these people. And, you know, if we have to imprison we them know for it, life, it, it it's happens. what it is. Yeah, and we know yes. it, it fucking happens. And exactly. since, you know, we know who is committing the, the crime, you know, poor people, you know, and majority of black people are poor people. So we're, we're basically sending our, our allies to the slaughter. And like, and you, as Marxists, you know, as materialists, it's important for us to remember our fucking roots and remember, you know, why we believe what we believe. You know, if, if we truly are Marxist and we think, you know, poor people make decisions because of their material circumstances, then then do we really want to set a standard of putting people to death for committing crimes that we all agree is because that they're in shitty circumstances? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, barring barring things like mental illness, which is which is a whole separate problem, you know, because people like to pretend that a lot of crimes that get committed are just crazy people and people with mental illnesses. But that's not true. People commit crimes because they, out of necessity, they commit it, uh, you know, out of desperation. There's a lot of p- reasons people 
commit crimes, but it's not like it's just crazy people running around killing people. These are normal people like you and me who for some for whatever reason because of their circumstances are committing these crimes and I don't want to be the one killing them. I would rather try to make it where those people don't become criminals in the first place. And I think it's yeah. our responsibility to do that. Yeah, and you know, how can we like allow our our prison system which we already know is corrupt. You know, we have private, you know, for-profit prisons. And we're we're allowing the you know them to make this decision to even like take someone's life. Yeah, we, we have a uh, fucking slavery still alive in, in our prison systems today. Yep, exactly. And I, I want to like preemptively uh, defend this too because I feel like a lot of conservatives don't understand this this difference, and a lot of liberals probably don't either. Like whenever you, because you hear us on this show constantly talking i mean i don't want to use the word glorifying but we we discuss uses of violence in response to things like fascism and you know you might hear me say things like violence against fascism is self-defense in every case even if it's preemptive you might hear me hear me say something like that which is a very radical position by the way that a lot of people don't agree with so then a liberal might ask me well what's the difference between that and the death penalty well there is a big difference because when you use the death penalty, the way that people are decided to be executed is by subjective laws that are, you know, created by people that can be created for the sole purpose of executing people. We know that has happened in the past. Black people have been disproportionately affected by the death penalty, even though there are way less black people in, in the United States than there are white people. Um, and also, like, so when you when you use political violence to defend yourself against something like fascism, it's not even comparable to using the death penalty it's not the same thing at all because when you're killing a fascist that's trying to kill you it's self-defense when you're executing someone because you want to execute them i i don't understand like yeah, how those things I mean, are related it's slaughter like you're just exactly like, you know they're they they came to defend themselves they're locked up in cells and they're like all right it's your time and then exactly. they fucking you know they take the sledgehammer to the fucking to the skull Right, exactly. And this applies to to fascists as well. If we capture a Nazi and they're no threat to society, they're not actively carrying out anything, they're not scheming, then then what right do we have to execute them? They're not a threat to society, and I feel like we have a moral obligation to just arrest them and imprison them rather than kill them. You know, even even if they deserve it. Because again, we don't know if every person we do it to is going to deserve it. And therefore, we shouldn't kill anyone because we don't know. It's impossible to know. And we have the resources to imprison them. So we should just do that instead. And also, the mm. goal ultimately should be to release them from prison. That should be the ultimate goal. Yeah. But but a lot of people like to point out these extreme cases where they're like, oh, this person killed a, a, like 100 people. There's no way that we could ever get him back in society. It's like... I know my heart breaks for that guy and maybe it's true. He'll never return to society, but that doesn't mean he deserves to die. He can just be in prison. No big deal. Right. right. You know? But I exactly. think, I think the reason why also people support the death penalty is because like, well, I don't want to pay for that person to, to be alive. You know, like yeah. I don't want to, f- you know, feed that person. It's like, uh, I don't know why. like people like dehumanize prisoners. Yeah, it's like they're once once you've gone into the prism, you're no longer human, and, I, and people no longer care about you. Yeah, even even a mild thing like paying for your meals becomes like unconscionable. Like, no, of course I don't want to pay for these fucking criminals to eat food. What are they, human beings? Like, <laughs> come on, fuck them. It's crazy. Yeah, and not I... only that, David, but it's not true that it's more expensive. It's it it's more expensive to execute someone than it is to hold them in prison for life until they die. By the way. Well, I didn't say it was more sense. I said they don't want to keep the pay to keep them alive. That's what I said. Yeah. yeah. Well, what I'm I mean, saying is when they execute yeah. them, it costs more for the government than it does to just imprison them for their entire life. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because of the appeals process and because of all the legal things that go Got on. Got a lot of paperwork to, to put yeah. this person down legally. Which is how it should be. Yeah, but, you know, good. at the end of the day, it costs more. Yeah. And I think the like living and like having to live with what you've done is way worse than yep. just like, all right, it's time to kill you. Because some of these people, like they want death by cop. They want they want to die because they don't have the, the, the will to kill themselves. Yeah. And they uh, want to be martyred for their cause. And, you know, why give that to them? I don't understand. Yep. Uh, fuck prison systems bad trump bad. true all my homies hate prisons <laughs> True. release our homies exactly 
But um, I was I we were just talking before this podcast. I think um, like one one form of praxis I think that people could actually do that a lot of libs would consider bad and violent is actually breaking people out of prison. I've seen a lot of things recently. You know, the Portland kidnappings really got me thinking. Like, what if I just got kidnapped by the police? Like, and I had no way of like getting out, and I was actually just imprisoned and couldn't defend myself. You know how terrifying that must be. What if what if we broke those people out? Yeah, I mean, I mean, even the mayor doesn't agree with what's going on. So like, yeah, the government. Yeah. As well. When the uh, only person that agrees with it is the fucking fascist president and his cronies, like, at what point is it morally okay to just fucking break them out? Yeah, so I, I believe that, you know, freedom for these people will surely come. You know, it's so. the people who run this country, not the fucking, not these politicians. All right, I feel like we just gotta show that shit. And, you know, hopefully, you know, we have some, you know, political allies as well. Along the way, right? That'll make it a lot, I think more, we do. a lot easier. I think we do. It's important that we remember that. Even even in times where we're getting fucking kidnapped off the street, we have to remember why we're doing this. Because we care, and they don't. We're better than them. Yeah. And Hell yeah. with that, I, I want to talk about... Uh, the next thing I want to talk about is... uh, So, th- there's an application... That you you might have heard of, it's kind of blowing up these days, and you know it started a lot of cringy shit. But I I feel like it's something we need to talk about. You know, the United States, Donald Trump, he wants to ban uh, TikTok. Uh, if you haven't heard of TikTok, it is a uh, everyone's uh, heard of TikTok, David. I mean, for the people who haven't, for, for my <laughs> for my brothers in the back, uh, TikTok <laughs> is a like a. Uh, like what would you even say? It's like kind of like a social media, in yeah. which uh, there's just like a lot of kids dancing. Sometimes they like tell jokes, uh, o- uh, over music. But yeah, uh, it's, it's like um, sh- it's just short like videos basically. A lot of kids where use people it, just do skits. Yeah, and I mean adults yeah. use it too, but um, primarily kids. A-, a lot of kids. Yeah. <laughs> and they uh, Donald Trump wants to ban TikTok because uh, there's a lot of a uh, uh, privacy and TikTok is uh you know they're getting your data and they're sending it to China. And uh, people people don't like that, huh? And they're like, uh, yeah. yeah, let's fucking ban it. I mean, let's let's just be honest. Let's just lay it on the table. He wants to ban it because it's a Chinese app. I mean, it's really that simple. Like it has it's a popular app made by a Chinese company. <laughs> like that's that's it. Yeah, and I mean, like people are so worried about like. Oh, I don't, I don't want China to have my data, but they're perfectly fine, I guess, with you know Google and Apple uh, doing it. Yeah. Yeah, and before people are like, ah, oh, that's a false dichotomy. It's like, no, these people are literally actively participating in this shit, giving away their data like fucking ice cream to a toddler, and then pretending like they're super so concerned worried with about their data, their data now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like exactly, all like. Of a sudden. <laughs> Yeah, it's not that I'm not saying that privacy is not something we should have. I agree that privacy should be better in this country and in the world, period. But but these people don't really care about that. It's a fucking imagined villain that they just made up in their mind. It's a red fucking herring. They don't give a shit about privacy at all. Only until it really benefits them. Yes, exactly. You know, fuck with China, I guess, in in some way. I just, I really ask myself every day, like, why China? What is it about China? Why are these people so obsessed? Why not, like, Vietnam or fucking Malaysia or something like that? They're the the other superpower, and, um, you know, they they are somewhat our equals. I guess people fear them, right? Like, they they wonder, yeah, they fear that they'll take over our position as, like, the world leader. Yeah, and, uh, you know, people already... I, I feel like w- we forget this because we surround ourselves by a lot of, you know, socialist people, right? People who are really far left. Um, uh, communist, the word communist, the word socialist, these are words that scare people. These are words that people fear because they lack understanding of these words. And, like... It's everyday people. Like, you could ask, like, if you say communist to anyone out in public, they'll, they'll probably they'll probably look at you with, like, fear. Yeah, yeah, fear, confusion. Like, like you just said that you were a Nazi. Yeah, these, exactly. These, these words have been muddled by, by the alt-right. 
and by people with who don't know anything about these words. And you know, soon we're we're gonna release the the leftist manifesto, the, the left and the soft manifesto. Uh, that's for another exactly. episode. Yeah, clarifying exactly what the only good ideology is, and we will be practicing extreme purity politics. Anyone who does not conform to our ideology yeah, will die real. instantly. Over. Uh, jokes, jokes. Unless. Unless. Yeah, for real. <laughs> and, so um, yeah, yeah, but the, what do you think about banning TikTok? I mean. Um, it's really stupid. I mean, like, yeah, I, think, I think that, I think that we should hold companies of all kind, foreign or domestic, to certain standards for privacy. But, yeah, like, I, I think that pretending, like, legislators care about our privacy is fucking laughable. And um, I think it's really a racist targeted ban versus yeah. this app. And I, I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm not a t- fucking 15-year-old girl, so I don't u- use TikTok. I mean, yeah. sometimes I look up TikTok thick compilations on YouTube. But beyond that, <laughs> I really don't give a fuck about the site. So, like, yeah. if they banned it tomorrow, it would not change my life. But it's really fucking stupid, obviously. Yeah. I, I mean, I agree. I'm, it's funny because there's um, I'm surprised that gamers like Ninja have even come out to say, yeah, I, I want to ban TikTok, fuck China, and like you know, saying like twenty shit, stuff like that out. When it's surprising because you know, a bunch of gamers play games like League of Legends, Valorant. You know, they play all owned by Chinese companies. Yeah. You fucking morons. <laughs> and you don't think they're fucking collecting your data? You're a fucking idiot. So yes. like, what what you is actually a fucking more? Listen, if this is you right now, you are actually a fucking idiot. Yeah. So I, if I you truly delete. believe in like TikTok and you don't want China to gather your data, stop fucking playing these games right now. Seriously, seriously, it's actually insane. Yeah, I don't know why it gets Gun. me so mad. Like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I love playing Valorant. Fuck you. Yeah, same, same. Trying to can have my I don't know. It's it's this weird thing where like we we're forced to like defi- like attack a, pr- a person for something that we kind of ostensibly agree with like because we both agree uh, privacy good it's just that these people are not talking about that it's it's a fucking joke it's fake news dude they actually don't care i don't know i think i think the best thing about this whole tiktok banning shit mm-hmm. like like you were talking about with ninja is just this is basically a litmus test for like how stupid politically is this person that I like on Twitter. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if they come out and they're like, "Yeah, fuck TikTok, ban that shit, Chinese yeah. fucking app," I'm like, "All right, so you're actually a fucking <laughs> moron." Like it, I, I yeah. like that it helps me figure out how stupid some people are on the internet. Yeah, it's like, oh, um, so Ninja's actually fucking dumb. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Ninja has no idea what the fuck's going on. Um, yeah, but I, I disagree with it, and uh, I think. People uh, are misled, and uh, I don't know. I guess they're clueless as to what they're doing. If anyone could answer me, just at the end of the day, like I want to have an honest conversation with someone who thinks this about TikTok. I know I kind of shit on you before, so I'm sorry. But I just want to ask you, like, why China? I I seriously want to ask you, like, if it's the fear thing, I want you to admit it to me, basically. But if it's something else, I genuinely want to know. Like, I just, I really don't know what this obsession is about. So I'm curious to hear from someone, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, at the Let's Podcast on Twitter. True. But, um, yeah, I think, the, but yeah, after, you know, uh, wh- where else should we go w- with this podcast? I think the next place we're going, right, is we've, we've alluded to it uh, a couple minutes ago, uh, about 20 minutes ago. But uh, Nick Cannon and uh, Black QAnon. So I don't know much about this topic. So Caleb, why don't you educate me? Okay, so so Nick Cannon basically did this fucking really dumb move where he admitted the fact that he's a, like a black nationalist that hates Jews. And this has been really eye-opening for me, David. I don't know if you knew this. Like, you know, as a suburban white guy myself, yeah. um, I, I, the people I talk to in general are leftists and socialists, but, but especially the people of color I talk to. Every black person I know in real life and online is either a socialist or at the very least like a social democrat lib. You know what I mean? Mm. I've never actually in real life met a black person with these kind of beliefs, but apparently it's very... I don't want to say very common, but it's 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 a common um, sect among black people. Like it's a it's a minority of black people that have apparently decided, according to the teachings of this uh, of the uh, Nation of Islam, led by this guy called Louis Farrakhan. Like they've all decided that they're God's chosen people, and like black people are um, like supposed to return to their holy land. And 
And basically, like, if you're familiar with the Jew argument of, like, being a Zionist and wanting to go and take Israel and murder all the dirty Arabs that live there, mm-hmm. it's basically the same thing, but for black people. And Nick Cannon kind of accidentally said all the quiet stuff out loud <laughs> on a live show <laughs> and got canceled on Twitter. And I decided to, for some reason, get into arguments with people about it and learned that there are a lot of black supremacists on Twitter, David. I have been... My phone has been vibrating <laughs> on a constant basis yeah. for basically the past week from all dude. these like black Zionists. Dude, what are you supposed to do, bro? You're you're a white leftist. You, you yeah, can't, you can't shit on black people. Exactly. And then I'm like, I feel like I'm virtue signaling to all these fucking black people, but at the end of the day, I'm not. They're <laughs> fucking dumb conservative yeah. dumbasses. I would say the same thing to a white person with the stupid beliefs that they have. But it, it's just it's so um unlike. Or like it's so unlike all the yeah. previous conversations I've had with minorities, because just having these bigoted beliefs, it's just so untenable to me. Like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Yeah, you, I... Your entire people were the the subjects of uh, extreme racial tension and subjugation for generations. How can you have this belief? Mm-hmm. I think what is the most important part to take from this Nick Cannon and Black QAnon shit is that. White supremacists love this shit. They actually support this shit. And you have to realize yes. why white nationalists support this shit. People like Donald Trump, people uh, people who fucking believe in white nationalism is because they they, 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 they want these people to, to go back to Africa. They fucking hate black people. They want they want black yeah. people out of the United States. Exactly. So that's why these they support uh, QAnon. Exactly, yes. These ethnostaters, like, they're totally okay with this black supremacy thing. It's a convenient argument for them to tell black people, yeah, we agree, hell yeah, go back and take the Holy Land, get the fuck out of my country. Like, you know what I mean? And it's so blatantly transparent, and the fact that a lot of black people have, like, fallen for it is really fucking terrible and embarrassing. Like, because I feel like... I feel like, I don't know, we should be able to get these people, you know what I mean? Like, mm. being a black person in America, it should be so easy for it's socialists like, to convince you. It's like, you the, know? the QAnon thing, it's like, they were almost there, like, they were almost yeah. almost there, but then they, they saw this really radical shit, and they're like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's that the perfect propaganda, because it plays on all the realities that you face in life. They're like, yeah, you're trodden down. You know, you're you're a black person facing all these racial prejudices in America, blah, 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 all this stuff that's true. And then at the very end, they're like, well, why don't we, we to connect to our do roots. this? Exactly. Like, and then that's that's where the red pill drops in, bro. And like yeah. it works so well because all the stuff they say in the beginning is true and everyone has experienced it. You know, every black person knows what racism is and feels it in their life. And then they prescribe this thing that's wrong. And some people fall for it. It yeah. fucking works, man. And, and like, if you truly believe in like uh, lifting up black people, minorities, like you have to also realize why do white nationalists support this? Why do known white nationalists support um, black QAnon? Like, why? And you have to realize like, maybe it's not good. Does that not like tickle you a little bit? You're like, hmm, that's strange. <laughs> you know, yeah. these white people, they love it. It's the same with um, uh, Zionism. Like when white people love uh, to pretend like they love Jews and they agree with Israel using force to clear out the fucking Palestinians. At at the end of the day, it's just thinly veiled racism against fucking Arabs. It's the same exact thing with the black nationalism shit. Like they love it because it's convenient for them. And I don't know. It's weird. But um, I mean, I don't know. How do you feel? Have you ever met someone like this in real life? Like a black no, nationalist never. or like a black supremacist? No, yeah, never. me neither. I, I think it's pretty rare. Only. I think it's pretty rare. Like, um, I think on Twitter, maybe there's probably a lot of people just because it's Twitter. But um, I, I don't think it's very common. I've never personally met someone like that. And I've talked to hundreds of black people in my life. I guess I've never specifically asked every black person I've met, like, do you believe in black nationalism? But I feel like I would kind of catch on to that. Yeah. And uh, with that, I think we should cover our uh, our last zany topic uh so this might be a little old news to some people but if you haven't heard yet of the wayfair conspiracy tell us a little about the wayfair conspiracy well you see i actually broke this story hold on oh really (laughs) yeah yeah i was so i was thinking you know we had some big news coming out i was like 
you know, David and I have been thinking about getting a studio. Yeah. So I was looking in Beverly Hills. I was looking at the Patreon account. I saw we had some money in there, and I was yeah. like, we can just get a little little place, a little pad where yeah. David and I can just hang out and record. And I was looking at furniture for our new uh, penthouse that we bought in Beverly Hills, mm-hmm. and I noticed that there were some cabinets with some weird names on them, some wacky, zany names on them. Yeah, and they were awfully expensive as well. Yes, yeah, awfully we expensive cabinets. And we we're saw talking... exact cabinets for a way cheaper price Yes, on the same exact... site. On the same exact site, the same cabinet, different name, way lower price. And then I noticed, huh, I have a photographic memory. <laughs> this looks like some kid <laughs> shit. And so basically, uh, people fucking found out that Wayfair's charging like 15 grand for shitty fucking cabinets and naming them after missing children. And like, it's not just a one time thing either. There were like a dozen cabinets or fucking throw pillow. They threw, they had a throw pillow on there for like 12 grand. And they're trying to sit here and tell us, mm-hmm. oh, it was a, a simple error. We just used the wrong picture. You're going to tell me, you're going to sit here and tell me that you named a throw pillow after a 12 year old missing girl who went missing like a month ago. You named it after her and then charged 12K for it on accident? What mm-hmm. the fuck? is going on when did you first hear about this dude uh i think i first heard about the wayfair shit uh like a week ago or maybe two weeks ago and but i didn't really like fully know about it until like probably a week ago but um i've done some i did some research as well you know after caleb has uh you know he he uncovered the story but i i dove further than you know i made some uh, i called some people up called a rod slasher on twitter you know and we, we really broke it down and um, apparently, what what people are saying is that, you know, this is they're not selling kids on Wayfair. And what it actually is is that some uh, sellers on Wayfair mark up the price to extremely high prices when they're out of stock, so people don't buy it, and they and so they can keep their listing up on there instead of taking it down. Right? How convenient. Yeah, and <laughs> that's well. How do you explain uh, the names? Yeah, I mean that that's that's also weird. Like, why why what's with the weird names then? You know, it's like, why do you think they're actually selling kids on on the clear web? Yeah, I mean, it would be fucking bold, right? Like, that's that's it's, pretty bold. I, don't know, I, I don't think know. it's weird. I think it's weird because like, let's say you you buy this twelve thousand dollar pillow, right? And like you're just like, and you're you know, not a and you're, you're just Mr. Beast and you're like I bought yeah. the world's most expensive pillow and like you know he's like wait there's a it comes with a kid you know it's like and you uh, actually uncover it you know how did the they largest, deliver this like, kid you yeah. know yeah. like do they just Amazon the, ship them in the, the cabinet yeah does the Fed uh, the FedEx shipper is like you know I hear a little screaming in there uh, yeah nothing, as they the kid chuck the package yeah. into the truck. <laughs> Exactly. I don't know. I I do think that it's uh, unlikely that they're selling kids, but I just I want to hear a real explanation because it's just it's weird that all their explanations seem to have holes in them. You know what I mean? Like, why? Why would they not just be like 100 percent clear about it? Why do they have to wait so long to say anything? And I don't get it. Like, it's such a huge accusation. You think they would do everything they could to be like, no, obviously we're not selling kids. Like, what the fuck? Like, this is like, let me show yeah, you some. But proof. also, but they didn't do any of that. <laughs> yeah, no. But also, some uh, people who's like, um, come out saying like, uh, I, I'm not missing. You know, I'm right here because apparently, like, the, so one of them who had their name on them, like, you know, was on Twitter saying like, hey, uh, fucking idiots, I'm not actually gone. Here I am. And but you know these conspiracy theories, they're like, oh, it goes a level deeper. She's in on it. Like, <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I, 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 I mean, who knows? Who knows these things? <laughs> I mean, seriously, like, we don't know. <laughs> like, it is crazy that like we are even considering that this way yeah. conspiracy could even be fucking real. And, yeah. It, I mean, but these days, you really don't know. You really don't. You really on, get, don't know. on God, no cap, on a stack, brother. You like, really I'm know. waiting. Like, oh, God, you, you, like, we've, we've spoken to God. We got some, some, some insider information. You're not Inshallah. ready for August. No, you are not. You are not ready for <laughs> Holy August. Shit. You mortals thought that this was this was hard for you. That's so funny to me. You, you thought we you thought we were at the peak. Oh, oh, it gets worse. Hell yeah, man! And but you know yeah. what's crazy? We're gonna know about this Wayfair shit 
for way before we know anything about what happened to Dr. Disrespect. And that's all I'll say. And with that, I want to thank you for listening to another episode of the Left in the South podcast. And as always, Vsauce out. Goodbye. Bye.